Okay, everyone, thank you so much for hopping onto this episode. This one, I'm so excited, and I'm really, really bummed that I didn't have this recorded on the Instagram Live. I should have double-checked everything, but she was actually on my Instagram Live a couple days ago talking about money manifestation and how to increase your um, money coming into your bank account in 2019. And I'm so excited to introduce once again, Victoria, wonderful Victoria, the money mindset coach. And she is so fantastic and she knows what she's talking about. She's had results. She has plenty of clients that she's worked with as well. And I'm really, really curious to know more and to dive in. Um, because obviously we love talking about money, but it's just a very interesting concept in itself. So welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, Reza. What an amazing introduction. Can you like introduce me at parties and can you introduce me like in daily life? <laughs> Absolutely. I don't know if you, if you knew this, but I used to do a lot of MCs actually for, um, for one of my friends. She owned a, a non, or she, well, yeah, she used to own a nonprofit. And so I, I did a lot of her MCs and so that's kind of where I've, I've sharpened my introductions. Oh my gosh, I did not know that. I love, Risa, you're so multi-talented. Like, <laughs> I know you've talked about it a little bit on your, your podcast before, but you've done so many amazing things. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, I guess I just, I'm a multi, multi, multi-passionate person, I guess, which is. Yeah, it's a great way to be. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So anyways, Victoria, I have you hopped on here because I know that people out there have New Year's resolutions, they're attempting to hit these goals and big financial goals. And let's be honest, like at some point we want to really create more um, money in our lives. And so I'm very curious to know, first of all, the money manifestation. I mean, I know personally because, you know, as a coach and I worked with you and other people, but I think with my audience specifically, I they want to probably understand more what that is. So why don't you just dive in more about like what manifestation is and how to uh, help us understand more and um, ease it in, I guess, to ease it in. Yeah, that sounds great. Okay, so the first thing I want to start with is that anyone listening to this podcast right here, right now is manifesting. We're not talking about some kind of magical untouchable kind of law or something that takes thousands and thousands of years of practice, you are doing it right now. You just probably don't realize you're doing it because all manifestation is, is the idea that we are a magnet and that we attract things that match the way we're thinking and feeling. So when we're having days where we're like, oh my God, today is so awful. I hate my job. I'm so bored. Our vibration, our thoughts, our emotions are negative. So what tends to happen is more negative things are attracted to us. And that is manifestation. It is literally like attracts like. So how you think and how you feel affects what comes into your life. So if you are brand new to this and you're thinking it's so woo-woo that it's not for you, <laughs> stay That rhymes. So woo-woo, it's not for you. Um, like, stay tuned because honestly... I wouldn't class myself as woo-woo. I come from a science background. I have a psychology degree. I, um, my degree is actually psychology and cognitive neuroscience. So I'm all about the brain and how it works. And manifestation is scientific. It's not scary. It's not difficult. It's literally change your thoughts to change what shows up in your life. And that is manifestation 101 in a nutshell. Blow it down. Okay, awesome. That's so interesting. So basically everyone manifests. They just maybe not call it that way or think of it that way, basically. That yeah, right? yeah, exactly. You can't turn it off. You can't turn it on. You can't turn it off. It's almost like we're programmed to do this. We just don't realize. And the faster that you can learn how to use it for what you want rather than what you don't want, the faster you can change your life. Because if you're spending every day thinking, oh my goodness, I, I'm, I don't have enough money. I wish my job paid me more. I wish I could get a different job. I wish this, I wish that. Oh my God, what if this negative thing happens? Mm -hmm. All you're doing is programming your subconscious mind for negative, negative events, negative things, and you are manifesting more negative experiences. I, I like always give the example of 
I think we can all relate to this. You know, you have one of those days where your alarm doesn't go off. So you sleep in and then you're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be late for work. And as you stumble out of bed, you stub your toe and then you try and get in the shower and there's no hot water and then you get stuck in traffic and you're just like, seriously, what is going on? Well, that is the law of attraction. That is you manifesting into your life things that match your vibration. So if your vibration is, I feel miserable, I feel tired, I feel stressed, I'm so grumpy, you just literally attract more of that. But the good news is, have you ever had one of those days, like they say things happen in threes, where you're like, oh my God, this amazing thing happened, and then this great thing happened. Well, that's manifesting, that's manifestation, that's manifesting as well. So you can, you're in control of this. I just think that's so powerful. Like. They say we're conscious creators, but all that really means is we get to choose our thoughts. And if thoughts become things, then every single person listening to this, positive, uh, this podcast sorry, gets to choose positive thoughts. So you get to create exactly what you want. You just have to embody those thoughts, embody those emotions, and almost like feel like you already have it. And then you're literally a magnet for money, for opportunities, for amazing people to come into your life, whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love what you said about how when you think one thing and then all of a sudden everything kind of piles up and it's just like this dominoes effect. And it makes me think about, I don't remember if it was a podcast or a book that I read, but it was talking about, are you allowing that one situation, that one, one oopsies ruin your whole day? Like you might, you you only have a bad day based on that one experience because then you allow it to kind of like create this like tumbler of, oh, this happened to me. So it's going to affect everything else of what's going to happen in that day. Now, yes. yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So my question, okay. So then going with money and manifesting money, how, what, like, how would someone even begin to, uh, to manifest that. Actually, you know what? I'm really curious about the whole money story. Let's talk about that. Like, does everyone have a money story? Where does that come from? What is that all about? Sure. That's a fantastic place to start. And actually, whenever I coach people around money, that is where I start because we all have a story. We all have a money story specifically. And even if you think, well, I don't know if I do, you do have one. It just maybe is a really nice, positive one. And all a money story is, is what you have grown up hearing about money, experiencing about money. Maybe um, it's, it's to do with maybe your parents and how money came into their life, how they worked, etc. Because the way your brain works is up until the about, about the age of seven, Think of your brain as a sponge. It literally absorbs every conversation, every experience, every emotion. And then that starts laying little walls. And those walls are the stories or the blocks that you are creating around certain experiences. So let's say someone grew up and um, money was always hard to come by in their family. Maybe they saw their parents working three or four jobs. Maybe they heard them saying things like, um, we can't afford that, or that's not for us. Or maybe there was a house that you used to drive past as a child and you'd always be like, mommy, daddy, can we live there? And they would say, no, we can't afford that. Oh, don't be ridiculous. Or, or whatever statements were happening, you as a child were then building this together. You were building all of these experiences and emotions into the way that you see money. And then that becomes your belief. That becomes your truth. So there might be people listening to this saying, well, hang on a minute, that is true. You have to work every hour possible to progress in your career. Mm -hmm. Well, I would then challenge that and just say, that's just a story you're telling yourself. And that's totally fine because that is based on your beliefs and your experiences. But that's not everyone's story. There are going to be people like someone like Bob Proctor, for example. I don't know if that's someone or um, maybe Tony Robbins. That might be someone your, your audience has heard of. Yeah. He will both of them make money in their sleep quite literally. So they are fantastic examples of challenging that idea that you have to work every single hour for money to come into your life. So every single person has a story. Our experiences, the way we've moved through life are all different. So we all come at money from a different perspective. But 
what I would say is if money isn't showing up in your life in the way you want it to, it's because of the story you have around money. It's basically saying the way you think about money on a subconscious level isn't aligned with your conscious desires. So whether that's a promotion, um, a six figure salary, a seven figure business, if it's not showing up and you feel like you're putting in aligned effort, you're taking actions, it's because you've got subconscious programming that goes against that. You've got stories that are telling yourself that's not good for you, that it's greedy, that it's not safe, that you're going to have to sacrifice your life, your family, your time to experience that level of wealth. Mm -hmm. Wow, that was so many knowledge bombs and it's such a short amount of time. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. How does someone change their money mindset or how does someone change their beliefs in, in, in a way that aligns to what they actually desire? Yes. Okay. I get asked this question a lot. And <laughs> it's because that's what everyone wants to know. They're like, okay, okay. I've, un I've uncovered my story. Now how do I change it? Yeah. Okay. So this, the really, really simple answer is that you get to choose way the way you think. You get to choose your thoughts. So if a thought you're having doesn't align with your career goals, the, the way you want to see money showing up in your life, you get to change that. And it's literally as simple as thinking, I am, instead of thinking money is greedy, I'm going to think money is amazing. Money allows me to help more people. So that on, on the really basic surface level, it is literally a case of choosing a different thought. But I know from my experience of coaching people and masterclasses, People are like, but Victoria, it's not that easy. I just, I, I don't believe it. I can't change it. Mm -hmm. So this is, this is what I would say next. If you're hanging on to things, if you are finding it really, really difficult to challenge these negative stories that you've got around money, it's probably because there's a secondary gain. Now, the secondary gain is basically that in some way, this belief is serving you. So in on some level, no doubt a subconscious level, this belief is actually doing something good for you. So if I give you an example, um, lots of people say to me, I was always told it was greedy to want money. And I think this is quite common. I think this is like in many different cultures, we have this, this view. So let's take that. Now, consciously, you're saying, I want to progress in my career. I want to make six figures. I want to have a seven figure business. But if your subconscious is saying money is greedy, then you've got a problem. But then if you actually dig and if you try and find out what the secondary gain is, it's quite revealing. So let's say, um, you know, we've got this idea that you think money is greedy. Well, ask yourself this question. Do you want to be a greedy person? No. Well, of course you don't. So actually, you hanging on to this belief is serving you because it's keeping you being a good person, like a quote unquote good person mm -hmm. because you're not greedy because you're not you're not earning or asking for more money so consciously you're like ah but i want i want these six figures i want this increase in my salary but the reason you're not getting it is because of the secondary gain so anyone listening to this what i would encourage you to do is find your limiting beliefs find out what your story is about money what was it like when you were growing up what was it like in your previous career like did you have a really high powered job that paid well but you're exhausted and you were stressed uncover what the limiting belief is around money and then i would say to change this find out why you're holding on to it find out the secondary gain and how this is actually benefiting you in some way and once you can uncover that it's so much easier to choose a different thought. And then you can do this in so many different ways. You can do affirmations, you can do visualizations. Um, I even like create audios that are actually on my website to help people do this. But there are so many different ways that you can do it, but you've got to uncover and rewrite. Oh, that was so insightful. Victoria, you are just flowing with so many good things. Like it just, just a natural flow of what you're what you're saying and speaking and teaching. And so you're so in your element. I love it. I absolutely ah, gets me so excited. Thank you. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I like, I could talk for hours and hours and hours on it because it's just something that I love. It's something that I use. Um, you and I both share that love of psychology and the mind and uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Now, okay. So let's say someone, uh, you know, dug into their money stories and really figure it out. Like, okay, this is my belief that, you know, I have to work really hard. And so they have this different, 
uh, belief that is more supporting to what is aligned to them. And let's say they say, okay, so I want to create six, I don't know, $6,000 a month, or I want to create 10,000. They're very clear on their desire, whether that's in their career or business. The bigger question is, how do they make that happen? Like once they have this clear idea of the amount of money they want, how do they even make it happen? Okay, fantastic question. So once, Reed is so right here, you've got to have a clear idea to start off with. I would always say start with the inner work. If this isn't showing up for you at the moment, do what we were just talking about with the, you know, removing the limiting beliefs, challenging them, rewriting them. And then I think the bit that people often miss is allowing. Okay. So let's say, like we said at the start, the law of attraction works for everyone. Everyone manifests, everyone has this ability. So let's say you've set your goal. You're like, I want to have six figures or uh, sorry, 6,000 pounds a month. That was the example. And the law of attraction means this is going to come into your life. These possibilities are coming, but you've got to be ready to allow it. If you, and what that really means is look for the opportunities, take that phone call, send that email. Um, I don't know, submit your resume to that company that you've always been thinking about applying to work for. Actually take aligned action because if it is not showing up, it's because there is this other block. You've done all the other bits, but there is something happening. You're maybe, maybe you're holding back because you're like, oh, I've always wanted to work for that company and, and maybe that's where the 6,000 um, pounds a month would come or if you have your own business, maybe there's been that niggling thing that you've wanted to launch a product or a different program and something's holding you back and your gut is saying, well, maybe I should do it. Follow it. Go with that gut instinct because you've got to allow this money. If you're getting these downloads from the universe, I know that sounds a bit creepy, but if you're getting these gut instincts, if you're getting these ideas, even things in your dreams, mm. follow them because that is, that is, think of it as your subconscious mind saying, this is how you get your 6,000 a month, your $6,000, do it. If you're not following it, that's why it's not showing up. Mm. And, you know, depending on the industry you're in, this is going to be different in different ways. But if you're in a, a sort of a nine to five and you want to progress, then it's going to be emailing that company, talking to that person. It could even be something like talking to a colleague. You never know what that conversation is going to lead to because they might say, oh, actually, I've just heard that there's this promotion or they're looking to do X, Y, and Z in the company. Follow your gut instinct. Like if someone, if an old friend emails you, email them back. There is a reason why they are getting in touch with you. Just the best advice I can give is take action and take action that is aligned with what your intuition is telling you to go for. Mm -hmm. Oh, so good. Okay. So we got that. So now they are at this point and they're like, okay, they're going to follow their intuition. They're going to make this happen. What if you have someone that's so attached to it? Like what if they're just so obsessed about wanting this money to come in that it's not coming in? Like, what do you do with that? potential person. Yes. Oh my gosh. Right. Um, total clarity here. Total uh, vulnerability. I was that person. Totally <laughs> that person. I remember vividly, actually, when I was um, just starting my coaching career, um, I had this um, call with someone and it was a discovery call. They were literally my ideal client. I was, I was going like around the room before the call, Tony Robbins style going, I won't say the person's name, but X is my new client. X is my new client. And I was so in this, I, I thought I was like, queen like I thought I was it um, not in an arrogant way but I was so like vibrationally aligned yeah. but the short version is I got so into the need I was so like I need this person to work with me I need it to happen that it didn't so what your questions are really important one because we don't get to choose let's put it this way we don't get to choose how something shows up we don't get to choose that it will happen on exactly this day in exactly this route and the problem is when we attach to that we get into a vibration of need and if you think of like what you would describe as a needy person it's not the kind of person you're going to want to spend a lot of time with it's it's a very it's quite a negative energy it's like a emotionally kind of draining energy and if you're feeling the same way when it comes to money it is not going to show up now I know this is really hard because um, I've coached people you know at times in my career I've been in a similar position where you're like 
but the reality is I need money. So I totally, totally understand. And at this point, I just have to mention um, a book that Reza and I absolutely adore, and it's called The Secret to Manifesting Money by Joe Vitale. Now, mm. if you don't believe me, go book. You have, okay, I just want to pause really quick and want to re-emphasize that because Victoria recommended me to that book and I just got so obsessed about it. It's so good and yeah, totally recommend it as well. So yeah, for anyone, whether you are an entrepreneur, whether you're in the coaching industry, whether you're in the nine to five, whether you're 18 or 80, like Mm -hmm. literally uh, we can't rave about this book anymore. Um, and we're not affiliated to it. I feel like I need to say that. Again. We're not. We just love this book. Um, yeah. So if you don't, if you've heard this before and you're thinking, yeah, yeah, well, it's okay for these people saying it because they've got successful businesses, read this book because Joe Vitale talks about how he did this when he was homeless on the street. He literally didn't have a dollar to his name. Mm-hmm. And if he can go from being on the street and homeless to having, I don't know his exact salary, I haven't asked him personally, but like a multi-million dollar business, then anyone can do it. And it's the most, most powerful thing. And just to, to quickly give you one little tip on this, if this is you, if you're like, but I need this salary, I need this job, I need this money, I need these clients, what I would say is, take a second and literally just be in the moment of now where you're sitting, where you're, where you're laying, where you're driving, and just focus on right here, right now so if you're listening to this podcast you can do this right now um as long as you're safe and you're not like distracted from driving um safety briefing at all times um (laughs) just literally think about all the amazing things that you have right now so you're you're stopping focusing on needing money needing to pay bills needing an increase in salary for whatever reason and you are just focusing on the gratitude of right here right now Do you have a house? Do you have a car? It doesn't matter what kind of car. Do you have something that can get you from A to B? Do you have clothes? Have you had food today? Do you have an amazing family, friends network that is supporting you? Do you have this podcast, which is just giving you information? Do you have books you can read? Like literally just sit and think, what have I got right now? And just focus on the here and the now and all the amazing things you have and you are going to notice a massive shift in your emotions Mm -hmm. instead of that like pulling feeling of needing you just can almost like let your shoulders drop and you can just exhale and be like I'm safe I'm okay Mm -hmm. it's fine I'm happy I've got so many things to be grateful for and that is the most powerful tool don't write this off as yeah 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 I always hear about people talking about gratitude this stuff works Mm mm-hmm Give me, do you have an example? Do you have an example uh, recently that has happened to you that you're like, oh my goodness, when you finally detach yourself or when you finally started to call in more of this um, desire of the money, um, something created for you? Yeah. Okay. So I'll give you an example from when I was quite, um, quite new to all of this, I think fairly new to my business. And um, it's kind of a real life example in that I... I hate it. I was like, I was in that stage where I was dreading bills coming in. Like no one, no one goes, yes, I've got to pay my taxes. I love this. (laughs) Although actually we should think like that, but that's a whole new episode. Um, But you know, I was in that stage and this massive bill, it was a water bill came through and it was like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pounds. And I was like, oh my gosh, (laughs) like totally shocked. Didn't know what was going on. And I thought, right, I have got to use manifestation with this. And I, I, wouldn't have done this in the past, but what I did was I said, okay, money comes to me in abundance. Money flows into my life. I know that this is going to be fine. This is going to be sorted. I'm not going to worry about it. I'll just call the company. So it turns out there'd been a leak at my property. There had obviously been this massive water charge and they said, yeah, okay, you need to pay this in a week, but we'll just investigate for you. I was like, okay. So I was like, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Money flows to me. I live in an abundant universe, all of this. And then they phoned me two days later and they said, oh, uh, Victoria, yeah, we've actually decided to um, delete the bill. You don't need to pay anything. And I was like, really? And that's amazing. So this huge, like, I can't even remember. I think it was something crazy, like 600 pounds. They just decided, they were like, we're really sorry. We can see that it was a leak. It's not your fault at all. We'll, We'll write that off. 
And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And that was the first like taste of manifestation. But then I got a phone call the next day and they said, oh, Victoria, we've looked into your account again. And it turns out that you've actually been on the wrong tariff. And so we're going to put you on a lower tariff, which will be cheaper for you. And we want to give you back 200 pounds. And I was like, oh, you? <laughs> like, I was literally so ecstatic. So I went from being a, this massive bill for 600 pounds to that going to zero and then them actually giving me money. And I was just like, oh my gosh. And I think that was the first big taste of money manifestation um, that I experienced. And then like so many things happen to me now, like I went to, okay, I eat fast food occasionally. I went to McDonald's and they, I, I know I'm, I'm human. I really, really like it. Um, and they didn't have, I'm like a veggie. So they didn't have my veggie burger, but I'd already ordered everything. And um, I went up to the till and she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, I don't, we don't have any veggie burgers. And I was like, oh, never mind. Um, thanks, thanks. But, you know, presuming they'd refund it. They refunded my whole order. And then she said I could have anything I liked from the menu for free. And I was just like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then I, and then like, I've gone into Starbucks before and they've made my drink wrong. And, um, you know, I've just been like, oh, I'm really sorry. I can't drink this because it's got cream in it. And they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. Have your money back. And would you like two free coffees instead? I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like this, this stuff seriously works. And it happens to me all the time now. And it can happen to all of you. And, and I would say as well, don't dismiss a free coffee because that's abundance. That's money. That's, that's, it's, it all counts. And it, the more you focus on that and you think, thank you so much for my free coffee, the more you bring in the bigger and bigger amounts of money. Wow. Wow. I, I didn't know about the McDonald's thing. I think that's super funny. And like, it's such a simple, but I mean, it's so profound at the same time, right? It, it can just happen. It doesn't have to be in a very big experience. It can happy, ha happy. It can happen mm -hmm. in in a very short amount of time and even small experiences and situations. Yeah. And I think particularly if you're new to this, I would just say like, be not, not that you wouldn't be grateful, but be grateful for those and realize that this is like a snowball effect. Mm -hmm. And when you start noticing these small things, like I know you had an experience, didn't you, where mm -hmm. you money just turned up for you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, I think that was a few weeks ago. Basically what ended up happening was I started to do, I call them mantras, but basically they're just self affirmations about money manifestations. So I started doing them a little bit more and basically, what did I say? I was like, I never go a day without receiving money. And then randomly in my checking account, I received like 300, $329. And I was like, where I'm like, like, where did, it, where did this come from? And I was searching and I was trying to figure out, like, where the, where, you know how you can actually find the number or, like, the record of, you know, who's sending it to you. But, I like, I, I couldn't figure out, like, where it was coming from or who it was. So I was so confused. And um, I think I messaged you about it. I was like, oh, my gosh, Victoria, yeah. like, it's like random $300 come to my account. I don't know where it came from. And it was probably like taxes or something. But regardless, it was the fact that like I was using these affirmations and then my mind became more attentive and aware. Like um, there was another time too where, you know, I was walking on the street and then I found randomly coins on the ground and then I was like, oh, wow. And it's a, it wasn't the fact, I mean, sure, it wasn't like, hundred dollar bill or anything like that but it was a fact that like my mind like I said was being more attentive and being more aware of the surroundings around me and that no matter where I go or what I do there's always something there to be received and so that was kind of my my one of my big experiences of that happening for money manifestations so it's so yeah. cool. And I, it just builds, doesn't it? It is like a snowball effect. When you start seeing these little things like, you know, finding a dollar bill in this, wait, hang on. In the States, you can have dollar bills, right? Because yes. in the UK, we have pound coins. We don't, okay. the smallest note we have is a five pound. Anyway, by the by, um, like the more you notice the small things, the more you start to feel abundant and you start to feel like, oh my God, I'm manifesting this stuff. Right? And then you manifest the small stuff. Wow. The, the, the universe is your oyster and you can just manifest whatever you truly, truly desire. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's just the, I, you know, like I said, I never really got into it until I don't, you know, maybe like um, probably the time that you and I started talking when I got into 
you know, um, the business program that we're in. And I was like, oh, what is this? And then I didn't take it seriously until a few minutes after that. And it's, yeah, it is very powerful. And I think, I think a lot of times, like you said too, that a lot of, uh, there are times where people kind of get this misconception of money manifestation that can be a little woo woo, but it's even kind of, you know, like you said, law of attraction in science space and, um, like attracts like, and it's, and it's even when the, the emotions and the feelings that you attach to it. So for example, one thing I did specifically for getting more clients, uh, what I did was the feeling, like I took a past feeling that I received in the past, I don't know, year, a couple years, whatever, that made me feel like joyful, that made me feel really proud. And then I channeled that energy into like, oh, I am receiving clients now. I have these clients now, uh, people that I really like to, or I enjoy working with. And when I started to like, put that feeling and the emotion in addition to the, the desire that I had, it like, it, it became more real, but then also putting the faith behind it with perseverance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's like, um, probably your audience may have heard of classical conditioning or Pavlov's dogs, but what you're basically describing there is that you are classically conditioning yourself to experience getting clients and then the amazing positive feeling it's like you've rewritten your your kind of neural network your neural connections maybe by saying i'm going to take this amazing feeling of success and in my mind i'm going to pair that with clients and a successful business and manifesting money and then the two in your brain become locked and if your brain sees something as bringing you joy it's mm -hmm. going to find ways of getting you closer to that mm -hmm. whereas like we were saying at the start, when people have a money story, it's often negative or it has negative elements to it. And your brain doesn't want you to experience pain or suffering or fear or any negative emotions. So um, whatever you are thinking of as negative, your brain is trying to keep you away from. Mm -hmm. And I've had crazy things happen. Like I was really, really nervous. This was right at the start of my um, coaching business, coaching career. And I was so, so nervous to have this discovery call. And my internet didn't work. And then when I got my internet to work to, to run the call, she, the, the lady didn't answer because it wouldn't connect. And I was just like, this is, this is, yeah, this is happening for a reason, isn't it? Because I'm so nervous. It's almost like, I didn't, okay, I didn't oversleep that day, but it was like my brain and the, the vibrations I was sending out were trying to put blocks in the way because I was actually signaling that this call was scary and it could be embarrassing or could be mentally dangerous or like, or however you want to describe it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I feel that when that, when those things happen, it's like we're blocking it ourselves. Like we're, yeah. we're not allowing it to flow, which by the way, that leads me to the next question. How do you recognize you're blocking your own manifestation of money? Like what would be oh, triggers yeah. or like something of that? Okay. So what I would say is, I, this is, this, again, it sounds so simple, but I would just say to people, like, what is going through your mind most of the day? So like, just, you know, especially when you're trying to manifest money, what are you thinking about when it comes to money most of the time? Like, and what tends to happen is people are thinking, oh my God, how am I going to pay that bill? Or, oh my goodness, I need to have more clients this month. Because if I don't, X, Y, and Z is going to happen. Or I'm so nervous about that interview. I don't think I'm going to get it because. Mm. So you need to become a little bit of a detective of your mind. Because if you're spending, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 minutes a day doing amazing mantras and affirmations and visualizations, but the majority of your day is spent thinking negative things about your goal, then that's what's going to manifest. Mm -hmm. So actually, I think if people are not seeing what they want in their life, they've got to go back to their thoughts. They've got to go back to what is actually going through my head. And sometimes this takes just a bit of time because it's become habit. Like there are things that we do and they're literally on autopilot because we've done them for so long. And it's the same with money. Like, what are you thinking on a daily basis? Like, are there certain supermarkets that you avoid because you're like, oh no, everything's so expensive there. Mm. Well, that's a habit. That's a programming. And you won't even notice that you're thinking it until you actually become a little detective of your own mind. Mm. So identify your blocks by thinking, you know, for, like maybe journaling, writing down, 
just putting notes in your phone about the thoughts that go through your mind for the most part of the day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, good, 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 good. I'm really hoping that people are taking notes on this because this is so juicy and it's so needed for 2019. <laughs> so needed. Uh, so as we're wrapping up, my question is, what are some examples of affirmations or things that you've used personally. Now I know and understand that everyone has their own money stories and therefore have to make their own, um, you know, self-affirmations about money, but could you give us like a little rundown or examples to help them kind of brainstorm? Yeah, of course. Now, um, I will send you the link for this, but I've actually created a free audio, an affirmations audio that people can actually download totally for free that's all about money affirmations. And I've put in there some of my top ones. But I think a, a great place to start for anyone is I love money and money loves me. Mm -hmm. Because we associate love with positive things. Mm -hmm. We associate love with a mutual relationship. Um, it's really good if people are thinking um, money is hard to come by because if money loves you, then it's going to come to you. It's also good if people think that it's greedy to have money because when you put the, the powerful word of love into it, it switches that up. Mm -hmm. um, another one I really like is I allow money to flow into my life. Now, allow is a really good word because often when people come to affirmations, they think, I can't sit there and say, I am a million dollar business owner when they've got zero dollars in their bank. And I get it. I get it. It feels, and also if it feels negative, your conscious mind is like, this stuff is ridiculous. Why are you wasting your time? Right. So if you switch it and say, I allow myself to become a million dollar business owner allowing it's literally like you're just opening the door you're just letting it in and the idea of money flowing into your life it's like it's just coming constantly it's coming in the middle of the night it's happening all the time it's this lovely flow and flow has a really like easy energy do you know what i mean it's not pushed because that's quite negative mm -hmm. um so they're two really good ones. Um, what would be a third one? Oh, yes. Um, something related to, and obviously you can switch this up to how you would phrase it, but something about money coming to you from unlimited ways or in unlimited ways. Because mm. so often we just think money only comes to me through my salary. I can only make money in this job. When actually you could get money from unlimited sources. And when you suddenly think about that, and this is true even if you're not owning a business, like obviously if you're owning a business, you could have products, you could have one-to-one -one coaching programs, you could have online courses, you could have anything. But it's the same if you're in a nine-to-five job. Someone could um, leave you money in their will. You could find a bunch of money in the street. You could get a refund. You could win the lottery. You could forget that you've... Um, put your name into a prize draw. Mm -hmm. Like um, you could find a piece of jewelry in your house that you thought was fake. And actually it turns out that it's real and it's worth a lot of money. Like literally one of the things I talk about actually in my online course is about going on this money treasure hunt and how I like, I love doing this. It's like being a kid again, but you get to go on a treasure hunt and actually find all of the abundance that you have in your life that you don't even realize. So they would be my my three quick tips, but I will send you Reza, the link where people can get my um, free audio. So if they're interested in having some more kind of specific affirmations, and I've put it together with this sort of subconscious, um, what I was going to say, undertone to it. I think you've listened to it, Reza, yes. but it's a complete audio that you can listen to and it's all about manifesting money. Yeah. Uh, we would love that. Absolutely. Send me the link again. I think I have it, but I can put it in the show notes as well so they can click it right away. And you did mention about your course, which I'm so happy that you did that. And please explain a little bit about that so that if my audience is interested, they can purchase it. Sure. Okay. So um, the course is called the Money Mindset Upgrade, and it is for anyone who wants to increase abundance. So it's aimed mainly at female entrepreneurs, female coaches, people who want to start their own businesses. Um, basically, if you want to attract clients and money into your life, then this is the perfect course for you. It's all about how we can get stuck when it comes to money. I show you how to uncover your limiting beliefs. I show you how to rewrite. And I've, I've got like a specific seven-step process for actually rewriting limiting beliefs because we could only touch on it today. 
And then I give you all of these tools and techniques that you can use to literally transform your money mindset. So if you are feeling stuck and frustrated when it comes to money and you're like, oh, something has to change in 2019, then hop over. Again, I'll, I'll send you the link. Um, have a look at the money mindset upgrade. This could be the solution. It's audios. I've included workbooks. And then there are some bonus audios that you can get your hands on that I've created to help you actually supercharge this. So using the alpha state, which is basically the doorway to your subconscious mind, these audios help you to take things to the next level. Okay, so it's a complete course. If you are wanting to change your money story, wanting to change how money shows up in 2019, then come and take a look at this course. And if you've got any questions, I'll, I'll give Reza all my details, but just hop into my DMs and send me a message and, and we, can, we can have a little chat about it. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds like an amazing course and it's just like A through Z explaining everything. So uh, especially too, I think this is, this is the time to purchase something like that because it's really nice and fresh in the beginning of 2019. So um, hopefully people will be interested and, and just learn in general. I think this con, I think this concept and this like subject in itself is so fascinating. I just love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. I love it too. You can, probably tell but I do <laughs> yes absolutely okay so we're gonna do as we're wrapping up uh we're gonna do some fire questions and I'm I think I'm gonna do the same ones that I did last time so you can use definitely use the same answers but I actually <laughs> I don't remember the third one that I used and maybe I'll switch it up as we go because I just like to wing it sometimes so here we go <laughs> okay let's do this yeah let's do this okay so if you were in a room and you ha you get to choose anyone, anyone, they can be dead or alive, who would these three individuals be and why? Okay, so I'll, be, I'll give the honest answer because this is what came into my head the first time we talked about this. <laughs> um, my three people are gonna be, right, get ready for this. Reza, I think there's an extra space so you can join too, but okay, there's gonna be, I want Tony Robbins, I want Ellen DeGeneres, and I want Oprah. Okay. The reason I thought, right, these were the first three people that came into my mind because I just think the energy in the room would be amazing, but it would be like really balanced because you've got Tony who would be like this man mountain of like masculine energy. And then you've got Ellen who's really funny and witty and kind and caring. And then you've got Oprah who would just like glide into the room. And I just think spending even like 10 minutes with those three people would just be incredible. Like the mindset stuff, the business stuff, the, just the, the life experience, where they've come from, what they've done. I just, oh, I just think that'd be absolutely amazing. So like, good. yeah, you can join us. It's cool. Come and join us on the table. <laughs> I definitely would. I, I would probably want to ask them like what they want, like what kind of snacks would they want to eat? You know, I feel like Tony would be like, I'll have a salad and then Ellen would be like, I don't know, like sugar or something like that. And Oprah, yeah. I have no idea. Like, I feel that, that they're all so different and so that their, their tastes and things would be so different as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Actually just finding out like what they were going to order to eat and drink would be like really, really interesting. Cause I know Tony's like massively into his fitness and I know he does these like crazy ice baths or like ice dips before he does his shows and and like he's really health conscious but I'd be like do you want to try one of the cupcakes I've made I'd be like seeing if I could persuade him to to like try it right to test his willpower <laughs> to test his to test his, the Tony Robbins the guru oh yeah so funny okay so let's see the second question would be if you Oh, I'm going to change it up. Okay. If right now you had the opportunity to get on a private jet and to fly somewhere, where would you go and why? <gasps> oh, oh, okay. Right. I can get on a private jet. Where am I going to go? Hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. I want to go. Okay. I don't necessarily know if it's a specific country, but what's come into my head is I want to go to one of those beautiful villas that have those infinity pools where all you can see is like just a beautiful landscape because I absolutely love like sitting by a pool, reading, relaxing, and just being, when I say being in nature, I'm, I'm not really a, a kind of an outdoorsy campingy mm -hmm. kind of girl. So I like the luxury of like the private villa and the infinity mm -hmm. pool and all of that, but, but being able to see 
the world from it. Do you know what I mean? So I don't know where, I don't know where this is. If this is your house and you would like to rent it to me, then let me know I'm there. (laughs) But do you know what I mean? Just that, that stillness and the relaxation and the time to read and think and oh yeah, that, that's where I'd go. That, that makes me think about Bali, to be honest. Like, that's just straight up Bali, like, all around it, like, majestic and just, like, stillness. But Yeah. Reza, do you know, one of our, one of our mutual friends, um, one of our coaching friends, Abby, is actually in Bali at the moment. How funny is that? I saw that. I saw that. I was like, oh, I was so curious. I thought she, like, did a yoga retreat. Is she just there for vacation? Yeah, she's, her dad is over there. So, guys, if you, you need to go and check out AJ Coaching. Um, yeah. And, and see all of her pictures. She's been swimming with turtles. She's been on the swings um, that are like in the water. She's been in the rice field. Oh, it's amazing. It looks amazing. amazing. You need to- yeah, I saw one of her photos with the turtles. I was like, I want to swim with the turtles. That looks like yeah. so much fun. Exactly. Oh, I de- honestly, I feel like this huge cold of and I think someday I can see myself like live there like periodically. I just, I don't know, cool. the, the beach and the ocean and obviously workshops like that. And which, by the way, <laughs> We need to talk about that. We have got to put that on our calendar. <laughs> so many things to create, but uh, yeah, I just this is so pretty there. But anyways, can I come and can I come and stay when you live in Bali? Oh, can absolutely. I absolutely? You can Hi. come by with your jet anytime. Anytime. Thank you. Just bring I'll get the jet fueled. Yeah. Bring your mentors with you and snacks. Yeah, I will. I'll see if Tony's free. I know Ellen and Oprah are coming, but you know Tony, he's yeah. he's tricky to get. He's <laughs> pretty busy. <laughs> Okay, so the last question I have is, again, this is whatever comes to your mind first, whatever you feel comfortable sharing with your story, this <laughs> is, uh, what is a funny memory you have when you were a child? Oh, <laughs> okay. Okay, it's, it's the first memory, like the first thing that's come into, a head, into my head, and I find it funny now, but it probably wasn't funny at the time, because actually it was quite a painful memory, oh, but no. basically, especially as I'm at my parents' house. My mum my mom jokes that I only injured myself when I was around my dad. Um, and I love my dad and it's fine. But he was cooking on the barbecue and he put this tile on the barbecue and he had to go and get something. And he was like, Victoria, do not touch the tile. Do not touch it. Don't touch it. And I was like, okay. Well, you know exactly what I did. I put my hand flat on this tile, screamed, was like, oh my God. I ended up in a bandage for like weeks. I was in so much pain. But the reason I think it's funny is because it's like that classic, don't push the button. It's like, don't touch it, don't touch it, don't touch it. And the like little four-year-old me was like, but I want to touch it. Maybe I should try. It can't be that bad. And then like sizzling flesh. So it was that bad. I was gonna say, I was like, how is that your funniest memory? That sounds so traumatic. But it's funny now because it's kind of like, oh, you're so silly. You were told not to do something and then that instantly made you want to do it. Yeah. So that's the first. I, I suppose the other one that's like vaguely funny that's come into my head is um, I managed to lock my mum out. Like I'm on the inside. I'm, I'm probably about three years old at this point. She went outside to get something and I locked the door behind her and she's having to talk to me through the door being like, unlock the door for mummy Victoria and I'm like no this is a fun game and she's probably panicking again this is probably not funny is it (laughs) (laughs) you're a malicious child when you're like three years old what was I thinking (laughs) yeah they're the first two things that came into my head (laughs) those are so funny memories oh my gosh I'm trying to think I don't honestly I just I, I don't think I can I can think of a memory back when I was three years old. I mean, I mean that's a really young age. So that's impressive that you remember those. those, those yeah, times. maybe maybe it was traumatic at the time. Maybe it was hilarious at the time. Like, yeah, I don't know. But it's, they're the two things that like came up from my subconscious. Yeah. Well, Victoria, thank you so much again for being with us. I know that we were on Instagram Live and I was just being so silly of not being really cautious of if it was recording or not. I mean, okay, so here's the deal. I found it, it was recording, but then it didn't have the audio on it. And I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. No. Oh, well, it was obviously not meant to be and we've had this call instead, so. Absolutely, and it's a lot clearer, honestly. Like, so everything kind of, again, work the way that it should. Exactly. See, this is it. Things work out. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So I assume that people can find you on Instagram. So what's your Instagram username? Yep. So they can find me at Victoria 
dot maskell that's m-a-s-k-e-l-l and you can find my website if you want to have a little creep on me and what i do um at victoriamaskell.com um and they're the best two places to come and find me and i will send you um the links to the money manifestation audio and the link to the money mindset upgrade course so if you're interested you can click those links if you've got any questions just find me on instagram send me an email send me a message and i will get back to you absolutely okay thank you so much again for speaking to my audience and i'm so excited and looking forward to what will happen next and how we can bring you back on on the show next time so thanks again victoria thank you so much for having me Okay, I don't know about you, but I absolutely love, love, love this conversation with Victoria. She has so much knowledge and really great things for us to be thinking about as we walk into 2019 strong and to really think about how to manifest more money into 2019. Now, if you like this episode, please share it with your audience and community and subscribe to my podcast if you love what I'm sharing. If you have a question specifically for me or Victoria, definitely drop us a message on Instagram. Or if you would like a question answered on the podcast, definitely go to Anchor and leave a little fun voice note for us and we will answer it on the next episode episode. Talk to you soon.